Guardians, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin Point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. What's going on, Guardians across the universe? It is time for a brand new episode of Cosmodrome Radio, the podcast all about Destiny 2 and all the great things about it. Um, you can catch us every, uh, every Friday live here at 8 p.m. Eastern, a little, or a little bit late, but we still party, party like we always do. Um, we are getting crackalacking in this mix. Don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places the day, uh, the day after the show go, goes live. That'll be tomorrow. We'll have uh, like uh, today's episode live for you folks. So tune in for that. You also can follow us over on on Twitter at uh, CosmodromeRadio.com. Oh, like if you have any resources there or at Cosmodrome Radio. I know like Twitter slash X is a cesspool right now, but we got to be in the know and whatnot. So please come holla at us if you need to make sure you holla at us. Um, I think that's all the base. Oh, yeah. like We still have the, the, the merch shop up. Go to shop.cosmodromeradio.com if you want to put a piece of merch and support the show and whatnot. Make sure you do that. But otherwise, we're going to go ahead and get uh, started up in here. My name is Panda the Bowden. Um, I got my vindication this week. It was a great thing. Uh, I feel glorious <laughs> about it. Um, to my uh, right, yes, right. We have the man, the 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 myth, the Florida man, legend himself, Cajun Geek. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. Doing. Good. I want you to know that, like, literally, like, whenever we need someone to go kill the knights during Crota Encounter, we just be like, "Hey, yo, we need you. We need you to be Florida man." And that's become the clan thing now because of you. Like last night when we were teaching the raid, I was like, "Monk, I need you to, I need you to be a Florida man." He's like, "But I got you." <laughs> <laughs> look what you started. Look, look, hey, you gotta bring that energy. You gotta bring that energy. Speaking about know. energy, we're gonna be talking about that when it comes to a certain other titan. Oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um, then uh, to uh, below me, we have the president of the Zivu Wrath Fan Club. Uh, they're 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 suffering some depression as of late, uh, as of last week. David, how how your troops? How how, how your troops doing? How your troops doing? We're doing okay. Uh, as long as Bungie gives us an adequate ending to the story, uh, I'm pretty sure we'll be fine. But you lost your clubhouse. You lost. You, you lost. You lost. You lost, you lost your throw world. Right? The war moon. I don't know what you're talking about, man. The war moon is where it's at. That's where the All party right. really be popping. All right. All right. <laughs> but I guess, you know, not, not everybody's been there. Not everybody's heard about it. It's pretty exclusive, you know. We keep I mean, you, it still, on you, the still, you still got tour bottles, so you feeling good? It's all right. It's all right. Okay, okay. And then we have uh the the the, the queen of of the story times on stream. Uh, how you doing, Tower Mom? I'm doing good. Still waking up from my nap. Don't mind me. <laughs> oh, oh, don't trust me. I'm right there with you. All right, folks. Let's go ahead and dive into the mix. The past few days have been rather spicy when it comes to the Destiny community. We've gotten some updates when it comes to the Twid, when it comes to Joe Blackburn himself did his first live stream that he promised where he would play the game and interact with the community and whatnot. It was a very interesting time. 
in the Destiny community where we got some answers. We got some we got some things um, across our desk that we wanted to hear about for a while. It has been a very interesting time frame here when it comes to the game, and we're gonna we're, like we're gonna start with the stuff that happened with that whole situation, and then we will dive into the twins. So definitely bear with us here. All right. So first thing, I am Negro Damas. I <laughs> foretold all of y'all motherfuckers. I spoke it into existence. That everyone was going to be like, Checkmate Comp! Checkmate Trials! We want Checkmate all the time! And none of y'all wanted mm-hmm. to listen to me. None of y'all wanted to listen to me. I told hey, y'all... Hey, don't look at me. Community... Don't look at me. I was with <laughs> I you on that. I was like, yeah, mother... they're going to do it, and it's going to suck. I told all of y'all motherfuckers except for Tower that literally we need to be, be bracing ourselves for the end of the apocalypse because literally all these people want is Space Call of Duty. They don't care about the abilities. They don't care about the mix of the abilities with the gunplay. All they want is a world where they can three-tap with their hand cannons. And literally they said in the twin that they're making it so all hand cannons can three-tap. Well, regardless of resilience, which is freaking stupid. Like, they are literally enabling a mode where it's gunplay all the time, and that is the main focus, and nothing else matters. And literally, I said, if we keep enabling the community with this mode, it is literally going to be the main thing that everybody wants for everything about this game. And I told all of y'all this is going to be bad for the Destiny community, and none of you listened to me. And okay. look what happened. Okay, look here's what, what here, here's what I'm going to say about this. Here's what I'm going to say about this. When the overall community is giving positive feedback about this mode to the point where Bungie and the PvP strike team is like, you know what? Maybe we need to bring this to the larger PvP community. And so what happens then? What happens then when the majority of the PvP community and the Destiny 2 community embraces Checkmate and says that this is better, okay? We're going to have two scenarios. We're going to have two scenarios. It's either A, going to be for the long term, the betterment of the PvP community, because like I've said before, they're trying to tone down the chaos that Uh is in PvP to try and give a stability, a, a stable sandbox, right? Right. Or two, it's going to be good for the short term, but in the long term, they're going to start whining and say, oh, we want our abilities. We want our freaking name spam. We want this. We want that. And uh, it's going to prove, and it's going to prove one simple point. No matter what Bungie does. People aren't satisfied. They, they can't win. Exactly. Here's what I'm going to say, win. though. So, here's, here's, here's the thing that I want to say here, and it's in relation to the next thing that we're going to talk about. Banner of War. I had I had told everybody for multiple episodes, for multiple different TikToks, multiple different live streams, that they are not going to nerf Banner of War once they fix the part of it overlapping with different Titans in terms of the abilities. They were not going to nerf Banner of War. And I was right. And the, mm-hmm. and the way that, that Joe Blackburn phrased it, of him saying it plays into the Titan fantasy, we're not going to take away from that, is something that we need to get back to. 
we need to get back to that space of developers saying, we don't care what you want. This is the game that we developed. We know this is an RPG at its heart. It plays into the fantasy. Because here's the thing. If the developers would have stuck to what they said about Titan Barricade back during the Fire and Light podcast a few months ago, where they said, you just have class envy, barricades play into, 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 into the Titan fantasy, yeah. barricades wouldn't have been nerfed. But they came mm-hmm. and they gave it and they gave into the in, into the PvP uh, uh like uh, the fan base who just wants Call of Duty. I don't like when my, I don't like when my gameplay is slowed down. I don't like it, and they get annoyed, and it's and it's freaking stupid. They they don't want dynamic gameplay. They want shooty big shoot shoot where nothing is different, and that's all they want. And it's frustrating. Yep. That's the biggest flaw with the PvP sandbox as a, as a whole. And people will be like, well, Panda, you have a low KD. You, you, you don't know anything about PvP. Shut the fuck up. Yes, I do. I'm trying. Like, I'm here, literally. Here, like, like here, literally here. to a KD isn't as important I... as the experience. <laughs> Just exactly. playing PvP exactly. gives you if the you, experience. If, if your argument, if your argument to someone is their stats, such as GM reports, such as freaking. Uh, dungeon reports, if your first, if your first instinct is to go check someone's fucking report and then criticize that you're elitist, you're freaking gatekeeping and you hold, you have nothing to argue about concerning what the person is bringing up. And Mm. to that, at that point, I'm going to tell you right now, I will ignore everything you say at that point. Right. Like, I'm, there's a larger conversation with that that's been brought up in the communities this week. I want to say that for the last time of the evening. But in terms of that, yes. The the issue with at hand is people, like, like and the thing about it is, I will agree with what Cage said to a certain extent that, like, oh, there's been overwhelming praise from the larger PvP community. But look at people like, um, I said Nomad, look at people like Cool Guy who have openly said all they care about is the gunplay. They don't care about the abilities. They don't care about the supers. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't care about about the like the like like everything else that goes into the mix. Their main focus is the gunplay because they want space Call of Duty, and yeah. and, and, and they're not knocking them. But this isn't the game for that. Bungie has proven that fundamentally over and over and over again that this is not the game of like four space just space Call of Duty. We need to go you back want space to like Call of Duty. Go play Halo. And, and and everybody says over and over again, we, we want to go back to, yes, but like every, everyone always says we, we, we want to go back to the 30th anniversary where abilities were, were tuned well, where guns felt great, and we were in a comfortable state. I agree with that statement, but here's the thing. We were there. Literally the only difference between 30th anniversary and, and now is abilities are a little bit too uptuned and not, and, and hand cannons aren't the only good gun anymore. We're in a really healthy place in the meta that no one wants to talk about. The fact where hand cannons, pulse rifles, auto rifles, SMGs can all thrive in a healthy primary meta. But all you want is your hand cannon. And when hand cannons are the only dominant thing, you have a panic attack. And they're like, oh, well, when hand cannons don't feel good, PvP doesn't feel good. Shut the fuck up. Like, de- like, no, like there's, there, there's, there's people, there's people already talking about freaking with the next patch that auto rifles are going to be in the, re- the new meta. Oh yeah, no, like, like like everyone's already yeah, saying that that's just that. RPMs are gonna be yeah, like that that's gonna be great. Like auto rifles are gonna be great. But then everyone's like 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 sees the twin and they're like, hey yo, uh like uh like for checkmate, like hand cannons are always gonna three tap. Do you know how terrifying that is? 
for anybody who tries the checkmate game mode and they walk in and they immediately get tap tap tapped and they have no way to counter, no way to figure out what what what, what they're doing wrong. That is not how a hand cannon should function. If someone is able to just go tap 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 with no like like, like with no way to like to counter, no way to like, to deal with when every other weapon in the game pulse rifles, SMGs, auto rifles, etc. need more bullets and, and, and have longer TTKs to kill you, that means there's no way to counter hand cannons. That's the biggest flaw with this game is everyone with these like tap, tap, tap systems. That's not how a game should function. And that's what you're front and that's what that's what you want. You want rewarding gameplay for hitting your crits. That's fine, but not every game not, not every weapon in the game functions like that where they're able to be like, hey yo, Auto rifle kills that has the same TGK as a hand cannon. Like in any of the, like, like like in the real world that no one wants to talk about for five seconds. If I whip out a freaking like auto like 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 an AR, I'm gonna kill you real motherfucking quick compared to compared to a hand cannon. Like God you may get right. a couple shots in, but you may get a couple shots in, but my but my AR is gonna light your whole ass up. And like like, like granted like. Like, 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 like that, that's just how it should be, but no one wants to talk about that. They want rewarding gameplay, even though rewarding gameplay in your eyes is a myth because, th like, this, this isn't the game for you in terms of gunplay. Wait for Bungie to make a PvP only game where abilities aren't in the forefront of the game and it isn't half RPG, half FPS. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Gage, how you feeling about, about Checkmate? So, <clears throat> sorry. So, as I've said before, I'm not a PvP player, but I have been going and checking out labs. And I'll be honest, it's been feeling good. It's, and I've said this before, uh, Checkmate feels like I have to be more tactical with my ability, with my nades, even my super. Because just because I can, you know, freaking throw my grenade at the very beginning. I may need it later on in the match, or I may need it later on in order to freaking hold down a checkpoint or push somebody out of a freaking spot that they're, you know, camping at. <clears throat> yeah, is checkmate kind of pushing more towards a long-range meta? Oh, absolutely. Especially with some of the uh, tweaks and changes that they're making to the overall sandbox. But I will give credit that the lobbies do feel a bit better than the current Crucible sandbox. It will be interesting to see how they're going to implement it into the larger ecosystem. Do I think that it's going to become the overwhelming, like this is the most, most popular thing? I don't think so. You're still going to have your player base that's going to love the current sandbox feel versus something like Checkmate. You know, about the about the only time you ever see people really go into mayhem is when it's, like, required for something. Or it's easy to acquire, like, super kills or ability kills, etc. Right? Mm. Outside of that, outside of that, most people are either, you know, in their comp grind, doing the freaking Crucible play, or they're in Trials of the Weekend. Or mm -hmm. Iron Banner, like right now. But see, Iron Banner isn't even fun right now because it's 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 knockoff mayhem, aka eruption. Which yeah, eru eruption, eruption, eruption is the dumbest mode game. that Bungie's ever invented. I'll be the first one to say it. Eruption. I, I, will, I will be honest with you. Eruption is the one game mode I swear up and down I won't go. I, I won't go in there. I yeah. I freaking hate it. It's annoying. 
I find more fun playing Fortress than I find than I do Eruption. But see, here here's the controversial opinion that no one wants to talk about, Cajun. Fortress is literally just a OG Iron Banner without capping zones, or like fully capping zones for the hunt. That's the only difference. It makes you maintain the points instead of you just yeah. running around like a crackhead and getting different things. Eruption is literally not good in two different ways. A, it punishes you for being a good player because it blows you up. B, it accelerates your abilities and your super to the point that it's just mayhem light. If you, if yeah. we wanted mayhem, just go play mayhem. Hell, mayhem's in the rotator this week. And it's yeah. like, why not just give them mayhem if you want to give them mayhem? Exactly. Like, Iron Banner should be tactical, 6v6, capture the points, and fight. That's what it should be all the time. It is supposed to be a contest of old, a challenge. It should be, yeah. I, I've said it before, that Iron Banner should be every other weekend with Trials, where it is the competitive 6v6 of the game. And it would be fundamentally amazing if Bungie actually put the love into it, that it should. Iron Banner existed in D1 before Trials. And it was a contest of old. It was something that we did all the time, every other, every every weekend. And hell, even uh, during Solstice, uh, freaking Satan uh, and, uh, and uh, Salad joked about, oh, I, I'm supposed to have the Guardians this weekend. No, oh, I'm supposed to have the Guardians this weekend. It was a funny freaking joke. Like, that. that's how it should be. And yet we don't take Iron Banner seriously, and it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, I disagree. Speak on it. Respectfully. So this is uh, coming from a like objective point of view. Okay. So the way I see it is, right, yeah. is you have to kind of cater to what players are actually engaging with, right? Okay. And if you look at it from that perspective, I'll be honest, as much as I enjoy more objective-based, like, slower uh, movement game modes, uh -huh. kind of like Control and uh, Bank Heist back in the day, if you know, you know. Ooh, uh, yeah, guys. I'm still waiting on them to bring it back. But I want it bad. I want it bad. I want it real bad. The thing about it is, is that I can honestly say from a genuine place that a lot of the community is burnt out on all of these objective modes and genuinely just want places where they can go and have team deathmatch. Like, as much as I loved Control becoming the quick play, like, uh, game mode, genuinely, it has done irreparable damage to Control and Control-like game mode. Because nobody cares to play the objective anymore. They just treat it like, as long as we, like, oh, like, completely overwhelm the other team or spawn trap them like don't worry about it we'll get this done faster and we'll win without actually playing the game mode so i think that bungie does need to actually start creating more game modes that allow for that free form players just go out we have that thing. it's called clash like and the thing about it is yeah. when, we, when, we, when, when bungie tried to make a rotator where it was clash well like one match uh, control the, the next match no one liked it and they, so they said, screw it, we'll go back to control it and be in the main setting. Like, like literally, the game isn't really based for, like, just team deathmatch. Even when they tried to make Clash a main setting, people were like, this is taking too long. 
There's like this is like where I'm dying too much. People are spawn trapping. Da, 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 da. Like it, it became a same system there where like it was just that. So like so how I do think... you suggest that we fix that without punishing other players for wanting a more dynamic, chaotic game mode? Simple. We make Clash the main like the, the main thing that doesn't leave the rotator ever. And we stop taking away the quick play lobby from the rotator when Iron Banner rotates in. And every weekend, we either have Trials of Osiris or we have Iron Banner. That way, it doesn't split the player base every weekend by having both. We have every other weekend. We have metas for them because it, it, like, it requires 6v6 and different things. You give Saladin his own his own uh, uh, passage or call it like, like a wolf token or some shit. I don't fucking care. Like, give him something and you make Iron Banner be a competitive 6v6 mode where you need to rely on your teammates and go into the in, in, like into the rut and fight it out like, like real like wolves are supposed to. That would be because the biggest problem with Iron Banner that keeps happening ever since, like even before uh, Beyond Light, is that Bungie thinks if like when they they bring in Iron Banner, they need to get rid of Control and Clash, and it's like, no, who told you that? No one told you that. Like because that's why they got rid of the light modifier uh, was because they 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 kept bringing in Iron Banner and then taking away Quick Play and, and funneling everybody to Iron Banner and it was like, bro, that's not how you do things. You're supposed to keep the light enabled, keep the, like, like like the fight going here and make it be worth people's time and incentivize people's like time and effort into this while also saying, hey, if you just want to come in and get your pinnacles done, go to Control. Go to Clash. Who cares? And be done with it. And like not like like de incentivize people from doing that. And it's like, well, if we uh, have that, it will like split the player base. So it'll yeah. show you what people are more interested in, and it shows if you're not creating a healthy, dynamic PvP environment, that's on you as the developers for fucking up. Don't I mean, like, like. Isn't that antithetical to what you're talking about now? Which means that right now more people are calling for more checkmate. And the fact that if under this particular rule of thought, if enough people call for it, that means it's enough. Like Bungie should focus all their attention on that because would, more of the player base would, is showing positive reinforcement toward it. I think at the end of the day, if here, here's where I'll bite the bullet. If uh, we if we get to a point like next year where it is uh, like checkmate. Uh, trials, checkmate cop, no one listens to Panda, and, and, and they don't care about the RPG elements, I'm going to sit in my chair, go do GMs, and have a good day. Because that, at, that, at, that, at, that, at that point, it means PvP was never for me. Bungie never under... Like, Bungie no, I, like, like lost their own vision when it came to PvP and stopped giving a shit about the RPG elements, and they're catering to a fan base that only wants space Call of Duty. At that point, it's not for me. And I will debate I mean, people to the end of the, end, uh, to the, end of the time. Already- there though, like I'll be honest with you, I call a spade a spade. We've been there for quite some time. I disagree. I, I think for I I, I think the community wants it wants it to be time. there. I think checkmate is the first step into space Call of Duty because nah. we've had we've had a di- like 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 the 30th anniversary was the first sign of we could have a balance, and then Bungie was like 3.0s, and it was like, what are you doing there, boss? And it just caused a whole lot of problems in the mix. 
And, and everyone's like, oh my god, ability spam, ability spam, ability spam. And it's like, bro, the only thing that's good about um <laughs> like, don't, 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 or that, that's good about uh the, the, finally the, 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 someone fucking said it. Oh yeah, no. Past Nation just said it straight up in chat. Checkmate is just literally D2 vanilla. And what, mm. what's so funny is everybody hated D2 vanilla. They Am I hated the only person right? that enjoyed D2 vanilla? Yes. Like, literally. You're, you're, uh, you're not the only one, Devo. You're not I the only enjoy one, Devo. A slower, like I enjoy a slower. Everybody, every, all we heard from the, from the, from the content creators was hating that. Like, yeah, because they like chaos. Like, they, legitimately. They, they hated double primaries. They hate. They hated the, the, the slower TTKs. I mean, and they're like, we like, want TTK slower. We want and this and bad and bad. It's like, bro, what do you want? Like, I feel like Ryan Gosling yelling at, like, like yelling at the raid. What do you and, want? I'm telling you, you got to start looking at the player, like, psychology. Players of this game do not want slow methodical they don't like, know what they want in your duels pvp that is not well, what they don't know what the fuck they want they don't know what they fucking want every other week every time something new comes out it's oh we didn't want this even yeah. though they were begging for it a year ago literally it's too warring factions. or less than That's, that that is the way that this game goes pvp PVE, no matter which side you go, you got two warring factions that feel like the game should be pushed far in one direction or the other. Like, PVP. You got people who want stuff to be more, like, gate-kept and, and super hard. On the PVE side, you got people Dave, who I really, okay, like, Hold on, real quick. Hold on, Dave. I, 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 I genuinely need... I, I don't know who who you watched or who you heard from, but I genuinely need you to like take a step back and I need you to like take that myth of the majority of the PvP community wants to gatekeep shitty players out because that is fun. I have never in my life, regardless of like what we just said of people don't know what they the want. Only, I've never the, heard a single content creator in this space advocate for keeping lower skilled players out of a game mode. They have never once said that i will advocate till the cows come home that no creator has a you oh. might hear that from like the shitty, only people like, who say that are the assholes who come in from cod and who specifically like, like, honestly, want like space it, cod that's like it, those it, the it, only like, people uh, who are like, saying those, that kind of like, shit, like, huh? like the, yeah like the like even even the people who like are the top one percent who thrive off of trials carries they want those crappier players to come in to give them an easier time. No one yeah. truly wants to gatekeep people out of PvP. Even when there was the talks of SBMM, unless you're a bigot. Versus, <laughs> well, unless you're a bigot, yeah. At the like, 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 even when there was the the, the talks of between SBMM and, and connection-based matchmaking. At the end of the day, these people just didn't want to feel like they're sitting in a McDonald's, uh, like, like, like dining room when they're playing a PvP match. That's all they wanted. Like I've gone back through so many freaking um, like like like, like uh freaking uh uh like 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 True Vanguard videos and uh and, and Frostbolt videos, and I've like looked at it, and fundamentally, they, they like like they are very much just like, bro, I don't want people cheating, 
and I don't want people yeah. having crappy connections. That's I all want they a bigger want. player base so more people can enjoy what I enjoy is well, what yeah. I hear most I of the time. Unless they're yeah. the assholes this coming is, in from God. Herein lies the question, right? Is right. when you make the game like the way that players want it for like high-end skill, think back in the day when Cross was like when Trials first got announced to come into the game during like what was it, season of the like Don or something, nothing it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was around that time. It was the sweatiest of the sweat. This is where you're supposed to come and you're supposed to prove that you deserve to be here. I mean, that's kind yes, of what trials. That, 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 that's no, what trials is supposed to be. Oh, that's what, that's what the me, myth of what trials, what trials is supposed to be. That's what, I, that's what I'm even advocating for Iron Banner to become is the competitive PvP oh, mode. Hear me out, though. Right? And then we, when, you, you, and I have even, that, you, you and I have even agreed that, on the fact that Bungie should that, be advocating. What happened? When they got the sweatiest of the sweat lord PvP, you got to come in with a three stack. If you don't got a three stack, you can't play. You know, you got to come in and you got to want it. You yeah. got to need it. What happened? The player base was not there because casuals did not feel but like he, it was here's, a place he, but, here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, what David. You, but listen, you and I have even agreed on the fact. Lord. But you and, and I have even bike. agreed that Bungie just needed to do one thing. Hire a new Shaxx actor to sit down with the player base and go, Elimination is where you like, like test yourself and become better at the game. And then, once your, once your fire team is ready, then you step into the trials of Osiris. That's all they mm-hmm. needed to say. And literally, it would fundamentally change the way people play PvP. We have talked about that just text on a screen well, is not enough for casual players. No, they it's not. Ca- casual <laughs> players need a place to play their though. game. I understand that you're looking at the players that aren't good. For a long time, that was that freaking control, it too. But control's yeah, been but just as toxic lately. To the way that the game is played. The vast majority of players in this game are solo. That is the reality of how this game goes. The vast majority of players in this game are solo players. The vast majority of Trials players are solo LFGing just so that they can get in there and get a little bit of loot. But under the the old system, if you didn't have a three stack, you weren't going. And they introduced fire team matchmaking because people complained. And now it's a problem because people are abusing the fire team matchmaking. Yeah. Yeah. But that's because people are going to take every advantage that they have. Right. And what I'm, what we're, what we're, what we're advocating for is Bungie, like, like, Bungie, or at least the the player base themselves, but also partially Bungie, said from the jump when Saint Fourteen hops off his ship and is like, "I'm running my boyfriend shit now," and is is saying, "This is where you test your skill, test your mm-hmm. metal. Test this is where skill, you come for the best of the best." This but is what trials was supposed to be. Trials so for now is more in, casual friendly. And more for casuals than its original interpretation but was ever supposed not, to be. That's what people and have been that frustrated right there mm-hmm. is the thing. Is because like when the game is made good for casual players, it's always seen as a negative. But when the game actively gatekeeps out casual players, whether that's functionally or like systematically through how the game is structured, uh-huh. the game suffers because there is not enough 
of a hardcore player base on its own to sustain this game. Okay, so let me ask With you this. Let me ask you this real quick. Player base. If, if, if we had a functional system where they finally nutted up and hired a new Shaxx actor, they had Shaxx communicate to the player base, hey, yo, elimination is where you get better to go play Trials. Control is where you just hop in and get ready to go play Iron Banner when you want to go play Iron Banner. And, or, or like Clash is where you just beat be, be each other to death. Mayhem's where you go do this. He actually sits people down and when you hover over the thing and explains what it does and actually tells people what it does. And then Trials of Osiris. This is where you go to test your metal with a, a stack of three and do what you're supposed to do and have a hardcore, like, 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 like fundamental game place. And everything is set up to where it teaches casual players, it teaches a lot like, like hardcore players what they're supposed to do. Similarly to GMs, which is what they should have done before Lance died, where there's 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 things on screen where it says strikes are for casual players or strikes are for when you want to just play through old content and get your pinnacles done, and then nightfalls are where you test your metal and you get better at PvE content in that perfect system. Is that gatekeeping or is that Bungie edu educating their player base and showing people uh, this is where you go for when you want to do this? This is where you go when you reach this specific threshold of, of, of skill level. So are you asking, just for my clarification, yes. is it better for Bungie to actually set expectations and like a actual like uh, roadmap to where yes. you should be as a player? Yes. That's fine. Perfectly fine. That's, that's, that's what, what I'm advocating for. That's, that's, what, that's, what, what, that's what we've said the podcast previously. What, that, because because we keep having this argument of... Because, like, David, your hardcore for. stance that we, keep, that we keep coming back to is, like, is PvP is daily toxic. PvP is daily gatekeepy. When, that, when nobody ever said they wanted to gatekeep uh, casual players out. And, like, Listen, I, I keep I'm trying to dispel you. that myth. And just because they said, hey, yo, we want trials to be hardcore, doesn't mean they're gatekeeping. They're, they're, they're going off the expectation. Question, Hear me out. Okay. If making trials super sweaty and like the way that, ca that the hardcore players want it yeah. actively drives away its player base and puts it into a place where it becomes unplayable, will that be an acceptable outcome? Okay, let me let, let, let me let me return that with an, uh, an equal question. If Bungie uh -huh. had an actual roadmap where it was set up of trials is for hardcore players, elimination is for is for uh, casual players. You go here for this, you go here for that. But that that uh, uh, to, to your question of if like like the system was set up that way and it was driving away casual players from trials. If the rules are established correctly and Bungie actually established the rules correctly, is there an issue? Yes. Why? I think there's still an issue because this player base cannot sustain that at the current moment in time. Right now, the I'm PvP asking for a, I'm, I'm asking in a perfect world. If, if, there, if there was if there if there was like have... laid out rules. And uh -huh. we and, and and we perfect and we previously established back in season of dawn. Uh -huh. This is where you go if you want to sweat your balls off. Is there an issue innately if Bungie establishes where you go when you want? Like like perfect example. 
I'll, I'll go. I'll go back to my Pokemon references since I like since you like my Pokemon references. Uh-huh. Game Game Freak says in Pokemon Emerald, you can't go to the Battle Frontier until you finish all eight gym badges and beat and beat the Elite Four because you need to prove yourself worthy to go to the to the Battle Frontier. Battle, let, let, let's use Battle Frontier as the upper echelon of player of play a PvP or Pokemon versus Pokemon. Similarly to here. If the established rule system is you have to be on a higher skill level to succeed in Trials of Osiris, and if Bungie established those rules firmly with no qualms, no bullshit from the community, and Bungie said, "Hey, yo, this is the rule. This is what's set up. This is what we. This is what we're establishing." But you see. People like, like like casual players upset as to they they can't survive in trials. But Bungie goes, we set up the rules, motherfucker. You wanted to fuck oh. around and find out. You fucked around and found sure. out. What's the mm-hmm. problem with that? There's no problem with that. But the problem is, in our current system, the player base cannot sustain itself. Trials at its current like iteration, even if we were to make it into this perfect world. With the way that players currently engage with it, trials cannot sustain itself. You have a player base that is at almost Deadpool levels. And I, I don't think anybody can argue that. Actually, the, the, player base, the, the player base is actually doing very well right now compared to when other seasons. people are complaining that, they're like, look, they're going up against the same teams constantly, like, week after week after week, like something's wrong there. That's the higher skill people saying that, Deva. Mm-hmm. But the, that's the higher skill people no, saying that because, because there's, there's no, no lower skill people, people able to come with. in and you know be and able to learn. And plus on top of that, there are so many players thing. within the PvP community that sit there and argue about having to get a new lobby every single freaking time. Okay. Because if you're in a matched freaking lobby, as in there's a good, decent balance between both teams, why should that lobby be reset every single freaking time? There's yeah. no need to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because like, 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 here's what I keep noticing, David, when it, when it comes to like our discussion, uh-huh. honestly, you, like especially when, when we can, when we have the discussion about like day one versus like versus after day one like rate experiences. You mm-hmm. very much want this like this system where hardcore players, whether it be PvP or PvE people, shouldn't have their places to play, and we should always let the lesser skill players come into their in, in, into their space and be and, and like like be a hindrance to their experience, and and then them complain, hey, this is too hard for us make it lesser and the the hardcore people don't get to have their their experience and that's what that's what you've advocated for in two different spaces both pve I, and I pve advocate for accessibility there should never be a time in a game where players are like hey you're we don't want you here because you don't have this or you don't no have one that. has ever said that you, like you literally, you literally just you did don't and, have uh, the weapon really or the time in the game to play, so you don't we don't want you. Okay, let, let me let me rephrase there what I'm trying to say though. Let me let me ref, let me rephrase what I'm trying to say though. Because because okay. let me let me go back to G let me, let me go back to GMs and uh, day one raid experiences for a second. Because 
we've talked about multiple times that to play to to thrive past to lanterns, to thrive past to thrive to thrive past lanterns, to thrive past like 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 multiple encounters in a day one experience. You need good builds. You need good team comp. You need good communication. You need all these different things that a non casual player probably doesn't have out the gate if they're just LFG. Similarly, PvP with trials. You shouldn't like you will not succeed if you don't invest the time into learning the, the, the gunplay, learning the systems, learning the abilities, things of that nature to where you can go flawless. The people who have spent their like time learning the systems, learning these different things should not be hindered by these individuals who come in get their dicks kicked in and go, this is too hard, Bungie. I want this to be lesser because I'm having a bad time. And that's because you're punishing the people who invested the time to learn the systems literally because people want to come in, get their loot and have it be accessible to them because they have five jobs and 50 kids and don't want to input the work. And here's the thing. I'm all for ex I'm all for uh, ex just because someone works and has kids doesn't mean that they don't put in the work. Tower, I I I'm, I'm using the meta, I'm, I'm, I'm using the hypothetical like five jobs. Right now you sound pretty cakey. It's like I'm using I'm using the five jobs and fifty. I'm using the five jobs and fifty kids joke because I've heard that from people who have been like, I don't have enough time to play this game, so I want to easy carry through this raid. Like that 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 shouldn't be what we should be advocating. And yet for. you're literally taught. You're you're literally sitting in a podcast with someone who works has a kid has the has difference. their life has to go and do things and still puts still puts the work and time into it right. but can't but that, do that, so you, as you, you much just, as you other just people. you just answer the thing you put the work in you put the work only in, because but, this is my special interest right you put the work <laughs> in and you honest, make it worth your time and, uh, and, and other people it is gonna sound a little mean but i genuinely think that people conflate the idea of casual player with like the idea of lazy player. Casual I'm player. Not those that. are two completely oh, different totally things. Different things. Two totally different things. Different things. But when but most definitely, yeah, no, about, like, they're totally different things. When we as agree a community on that, most talk about casual players, the like underlying connotation by under it is these players are lazy or they don't want to try. But I've met people in this space that don't want to try, Dave. Player. That's the thing. I've met those individuals. What I'm trying to advocate <laughs> for at the end of the day. Those individuals, I've met the individuals that want to gatekeep everything. Fair it's enough. The players that come in to people's streams and mess up people's streams because they see those people helping uh, lower skill players or players who want to get into the game. Oh, you motherfucker! You said, you said, you said that on purpose. You motherfucker! You said that on purpose. I hate you. I'm just saying, like those people are gatekeeping. Those people mm -hmm. are part of the player base. It's the people who go on LFG and see people LFG to get into trials matches or trials like fire teams, so that they can put in the work, and they get in and they ruin their card and leave right as they join in, knowing that they're gonna right. lose. So that they got one man down just to make their experience suck. It's the people who go in and one win reset on their yeah. cards. 
Right. Just those so people they can suck. have an easier time. Those people but legitimately suck. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with that. Like, here, here, here's what I'm saying. Of the problem. And right. I understand. Here's that what I'm throwing you down. You cannot judge it based off of them. Right. The same way you can't judge casual players as lazy because you ran into a couple who don't want to put the work in. Like, there's right. bad on both sides. But if but we're going to have a genuine conversation, it's got to come from the middle. And right. I think that I've always tried to come from the middle players. from a certain extent, but I will admit I've become jaded recently, but to a certain extent mm-hmm. from 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 at, from helping the ca- the casual player base a lot recently because I've seen even even last night while we while I was teaching a freaking um a freaking uh crota you had people come in hey do you need another one hey can I get a carry can I get a carry and it was like I'm gonna I will teach but I will not carry you. And that's what's frustrating. But also, I want to go back to what uh, J- uh, Jazz88 just said in chat. I think, right. uh, I think Bungie should have a, a, a switch system. Before you enter, you choose casual, medium, hard, master to, uh, to enter the game with what you want to play. They did this with, with, with story with regular and legendary. Just make the whole game that way. And he, in a perfect world, that would be perfect. But 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 Bungie has already tried to implement those kind of systems with GMs, with day one raid systems where like where, the, where they establish light level is going to be this, this shit's going to kick you in the dick, etc. etc. Same thing with trials. They said this is going to be this skill level. You need to play at this skill level to achieve the goal. You need to get this and this and this and this. And when people when when Bungie sets the expectations of this is going to be this way, we keep seeing ac- across the board. I think this is too hard, Bungie. Make this lesser, and it punishes the people who invest the time. Like someone like me or someone like you who busted our butts to prep for the day one and enjoyed the difficulty, enjoyed the challenge. There are people who are saying we don't like that this was so hard for us and we want and we want even lesser than what Ron was on day 1 because we want to enjoy the day 1 experience. That is horrid. That is not what what should be advocated for. We should allow people to thrive in hardcore spaces but also like to divert the people who want to play the game come in, gr- enjoy the space fantasy, grind their content, and go to bed. There should be a, like a place where everybody can play the game and thrive in their own space without gatekeeping, without um, like, like punishing, but, but also not punishing the people who want the hardcore experience. Because it seems like every time Bungie tries to make something for hardcore players, it's seen as, as gatekeeping just because of the difficulty. That's what I'm tired of. Is is, is like uh, is just the difficulty itself being seen as gatekeeping is the problem that I'm trying to say. If we say this is hard, so I want it to be lesser, that should not be we we we, we, we should be like advocating for from the casual player base. That's what I'm saying at the end of the day. I'm not trying to gatekeep. Fuck that. I'm saying we need to divert our expectations. And say, hey, the hardcore players should allow their one-day experience. Or GMs should be difficult. We have people saying Devil's Lair was too hard for them a few weeks ago when we were carrying people through GMs. And it was like, bro, if you have the right build, if you have right this, you can get through this GM with no problems. Oh. Even my dumbass was dying a few times. But did we get through it? Hell yeah. Tower got through it as a casual player. Devil's Lair she... is my favorite fucking strike. And yes. is honestly 
what I, I you know I hate to say this because I am a casual player but it is one of the easiest GMs and in yet, this game right and now yet and yet people, people die want, all the time and yet people want it to be easier tower that's what I'm trying to say is that we should not be saying hey yo make this easier because I'm having a bad time there should be like we've we've said it on the podcast before there should be a level of effort that you put into the game and we, and, but then, but then we walk it back or at least Davis seems to want to walk it back and say, we want everyone should come in and be able to fuck around and find out. I, so and, and I it's believe like we, we, that uh. everyone should have a fair chance. And if they, you know, if it, if it don't work for them, then don't play it. I mean, that's how see, I play so, but that, that myself. That statement you just said, people will say that it's gatekeeping when it's not. That's not gatekeeping. I, so, so, so I'll, I'll give an example of something that I've been doing myself recently. Okay. Go for it. Go for I've it. been, I've been attempting to solo grasp of avarice, which Love that. by all accounts is one of the easiest dungeons currently in the game. I have been having struggles getting past the ogre by myself. However, I also understand that I have multiple builds, that I have weapons, I have abilities, I have ammo, I have classes, I have subclasses that I can play around with. I can mix up. I can, you know, fuck around and find out with as long as I understand the ins and outs of what it is that I'm, you know, attempting to do. I've done Grasp of Avarice many Many times in fire teams, I've duoed mm -hmm. it. I've, yeah. you know, trioed it. I've taught it to people. Yeah. So I understand the mechanics of that dungeon. But regardless of how much I may understand the mechanics of the dungeon, it's much more difficult to go into something when you're doing it as a solo player, when you don't have that team backing you up, where you don't have the ability to say, hey, I need you to galley something, and you're the galley. Mm -hmm. You're everything. You're the moat collector. You're the, you know, you have to open up the doors. You have to go kill, you know, the 50 knights or whatever it is. You know, you're the one who has to watch out for the, you know, bajillion thralls that are coming at you and that will right. smack you if you're if you're looking in the wrong place at the wrong time does that mean that i think nobody should try to solo dungeons hell no absolutely not right. but you have to go into the mentality of and 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 kai said this earlier in the chat in fact they were quoting their 9 year old child when you turn up the difficulty playing the game is going to be harder and people have to understand that when you mm -hmm. go into a gm it's gonna be harder that's the whole point of it that is difficulty going from normal to expert you have to, and, and, and people don't go into it with that mindset. And that's where the whole, this is gatekeepy and 
you know, I can't, I, I, I want this to be easier because I can't do it. That's where that comes in from. Is there not, and I said this last night um, in your chat, I, I, I said to everyone, doing difficult content has a completely different mindset. It's mm -hmm. the difference between easy mode and dark souls mode. Yeah, Dark Souls. You're not going. You're not going to approach Dark Souls or a Souls-like game with the mentality of "I can just ease right through this," or you know, "This is the, the this is easy mode, Devil May Cry." No, you're right. going to approach it with "I have to really be on point," and people are forgetting that. Mm -hmm. People yeah. are forgetting that GMs, master raids, master loss sectors, soloing or even duoing a dungeon, mm -hmm. um, low manning raids. That's that's the Dark Souls version of Destiny. Oh, Destiny. And you have to think of it that way. Otherwise, you will be screwed. And Dave, I do want to give you a chance to like, reply. Can you give Can you? Yeah. Uh, yeah Okay, yeah. we, we, so we got to move on, but like on, on a different time, I definitely want to like continue this because this is a healthy debate, and like we have gone back and forth in a healthy way. But like we, we will come back to this on a different episode, though, uh, because like obviously this is going to come back at a different point. So and there's a lot of shit to get through tonight. We're, 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 we're gonna we're gonna bub rush through Blackbird's different topics real quick. Banner of War. I told y'all motherfuckers that they go get nerfed. I told you it's great. Banner of War staying. Be occasion are happy. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, does anyone have any problems with Banner of War staying? Because I will, I will murder you. No, I'm, a, I'm <laughs> absolutely. No, I'm Banner, Banner has been my best friend. Thank I'm, you. Thank I'm absolute. <laughs> I'm absolute freaking happy that Joe addressed it right there. And mm -hmm. yes, yes, he was doing a freaking. He was doing a nightfall. You yeah. know, running Banner of War. But was he using Syntheseps? No, he nope. was running something else. But the fact of the matter is, is that yes, when paired with an exotic, it is extremely freaking good. Yeah. However, mm -hmm. even with a four-time stack, okay, and now all that is is freaking the equivalent of restoration, right? Every time it procs with four times, if it just procs faster, you get your health back. Mm -hmm. The only time you have extra resistance is when you have woven mail, which if you have a problem with woven mail, just say that you have a problem with strand overall. Honestly, period, yeah. right? dot. Let's be real. Yeah. Outside of that banner of war, it don't mean dick shit. You Honestly. will get one shot in the, a I mean, GM. I, I was a GM this past few, like two, two weeks on both Mars and uh light blade with, with uh banner of war. And I was dying to shit. You're not invincible with yeah. it. So like people need to like like get that just because there's been a few people who like have gone into like Riven and, and like three man Riven or like done um hardcore content doesn't mean though like the people who just enjoy Banner of War should be punished. We need to stop like, like, like we need to stop that kind of mindset of we should punish like an ability or a certain thing in PVE just because hardcore players are, are abusing it like that's kind of what happened with Lorley, but Lorley was an outlier where you you could survive white mechanics and raids occasionally but like, like yeah. at the same time but at the same time that sort of like hive mindset of we need to nerf this kind of needs to stop in a certain extent uh, okay ui overhaul bungie is still working on to adjust the ui and better provide uh, information to the player buffs debuffs they understand the current frustrating and hope to have or something ready for the final shape hell yes i love this because you don't know how 
how many times I get frustrated in a, in a Crota where your well counter disappears just because you want to have your chalice meter on screen. I am excited to see what happens with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I've heard, I've seen some people have takes of like, oh, they need to go the route of Final Fantasy fourteen. Here's the thing. For those that are not familiar, Final Fantasy fourteen literally puts it in your hand. You can freaking reorganize, re- you know, change every aspect of the UI, make it literally your own, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. That was built from the ground up from when the game launched. Yep. Okay? Yeah, so that's not something, something that Bungie like can do. Yeah, for something like that, for Destiny 2, that would take a monumental effort, okay? There are several people within the UI team that have touched on this and address would that, literally have to you know, shut down when, the game for like a month to recode it yeah and yeah, that's they, that's not okay not, not to mention how long would it introduce a new engine or something like that right oh no no, no. And, and i see the comments and i see some of the comments already final fantasy 14 is the only game that does it that you're right they're not the only one but they were built from the ground up to have that accessibility yep uh-huh. Okay, because they learned something, and that's, learned and that's the one thing. And that's the one thing. I don't think uh, they learned Destiny. De- De- Destiny, Destiny Two is also a game that doesn't allow uh, UI modification or third-party application modifications, such as World of Warcraft. World of yep. Warcraft allows those type of mods in order to improve the user experience at their own quote-unquote risk. Yes. Um. So you have to take that little bits of caveat. Bungie's very particular about their system because they're trying to keep... I know we give them shit for the freaking amount of cheaters and the amount of hackers that are in the game, but pretty much they're they're doing it from their, you know... <laughs> it's their baby. They're trying to do it as best as they can. Right. Um. So uh, the fact that we are getting a UI overhaul... Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm hopefully we get more information before final shape. So that way it kind of prepares us as players to what to what to expect. Hold on, I wanna wanna like date check something. Yes, Final Fantasy 14 did come out prior to Destiny. Um by like a month. If not like if like that's it. By like a month. Okay, okay. Uh, All right. Also, actually, also no, you're right. No, it's it's a long, it's longer than that. It's, it's a four year gap. I apologize. It was a four year gap. I apologize. Yeah. Um. So, but but no, that like I definitely feel like I like the UI does need to make some differences. But I feel like Bungie is doing the best they can to a certain extent when when, when it comes to the hardware. They, like they're using an old ass engine. They're trying to upgrade the engine ever so much. Like the Tiger engine is only able to support so much. And I feel I feel like as and Asdrocross made a great video on the Tiger engine's history a while back. I feel like a lot more people need to look at the fact that that the Tiger engine isn't like Unreal. It's not Unity, thank God it's not Unity. And it's yeah, like, thank God it's like, not Unity. Like, like there is a lot of different situations where they can't fix every little thing, but they can fix something. So it's like, they even told us before, hey, yo, do you want to do Destiny 3? Or do you want to keep playing Destiny 2 in this engine? They're like, we want Destiny 2. And it's like, well, you got to play in the sandbox you want it, kids. So like, there, there's that. There's that in a nutshell. Um, Stasis. The team is focused on, on tuning the kit and, and smaller additions. New, possibly new fragments, but no new aspects. That's fine. But can we get mm-hmm. some modifications to those aspects, though? Because the and reason that's, why... And, and that's where I think the focus on the tuning of the kit is definitely right there. I think yes. we're probably going to see some overhauls. 
to some of the fragments, probably some overhauls to some of the aspects. Yeah. I'm, I'll be honest. Um, with some of my predictions for freaking uh, season 23, I'm really hopeful for what we're going to be seeing for Stasis. Here, here's what I'm saying specifically for Titan. I, I can't speak for Warlock and Hunter because I don't play those Stasis classes that, that much. But for Titan specifically, I want um, Glacial Quake to matter in PvE because other than a few niche situations like Cali or Riven, you can't really do, like do anything significantly to a boss. Um, for, um, I I want them to take um the melee modification from Howl the Storm and just make it a second melee out of aspect because you have no idea how much better like things like Consecration and Howl the Storm and Fletched Storm would be if they just were melee modifications and not just aspects because if you could have a build where how the storm is just your melee and um like you could have like diamond lance here cryoclasm as your aspects and your fragments thrive the build would flow so much better the build would flow so mm -hmm. much better in a healthier way same thing with consecration you could have a system where you have consecration as your melee instead of having like shoulder charge or ball hammer but you also could have um pyro gale on with um uh soul invictus and uh and uh roaring flames on and it not be super busted because like it, it would be in a, in a healthy system without being crazy. They need to take away. They, they need to stop doing these howl the storm slash consecration slash fletched storm style melees and making them aspects. They need to be alternate melees instead of doing them like that. I think that's a big thing. And then also just make shatter damage matter more in PVE and then and, and tune it correctly for PVP. That's the biggest mm -hmm. thing overall for all three. Make shatter damage matter the same way suspension matters, or 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 just or uh the different things with with, with, with strand matter like like uh, severing. Make uh, stasis and shattering matter the same way sever does, and you'll solve your problem all the way right there. I can't speak for warlock and hunter. I don't know if y'all want to speak on them. That's just me. Uh, for hunter, we need more build tools because I don't think mm -hmm. hunter stasis. Is it doesn't feel like a subclass. It feels like I'm running a blue favored uh, fucking slushy hunter. Mm. Genuinely, like outside of like you're not wrong. Once was mm -hmm. the shatter dive meta is now become just here you go. Like there's no reason to use any of the verbs whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Like it's really just outside of spamming really silence and squall and PvP and gambit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Even that's not even that impressive anymore because people just run away from it. Honestly. Unless you just drop it right on them. Or or the ever infamous Intaeus Ward that takes your shit away from you. Man. Just slide right into it. Like, I'm taking this as mine now. Hey now my Intaeus, you criminal. <laughs> Like, look, it sucks to throw your super out there, and then two seconds later, your super's like, hey, I'm back, but not for you. You call hey, the no ambulance. Hey, <laughs> hey, no, my Antaeus. Hey, no, my Antaeus. All right, all right. Well, like, any any, any co comments from the Warlock peanut gallery on how we can change uh, stasis? Because I feel like stasis I on Warlock's pretty decent, to be honest. 
it, it it is okay. I do believe that they could um, make some adjustments to the aspects and fragments. Um, honestly, I think when uh, when it originally dropped, it was at its best. Mm-hmm. They've they've done a lot to nerf it with regards to the uh, distance that you can um, shatter something, the mobility of the super, because the super has always been meant to be a mobile super. That's Mm. the whole point of it. Um, You know, for the melee, I do believe the distance is a little too short. Um, But yeah, definitely, um, you know, adjusting the aspects and fragments Give me the ability to give give me Vesper, but Stasis. Because there Ooh. is a fragment that we have that allows us to freeze enemies who come near our uh, our um, uh, Heliodeus, but it's only once. Okay. It only okay. activates once right upon implementation of the rift. Give me Ooh. give me that, but Vesperize. And I'll be happy. Fair enough. I think there should be more synergy between exotics and subclasses. Yes. I, agree. I think that you can really is... just roll that into Vesper. It, it they definitely good. they definitely need to make because I mean Vesper Vesper you can use with other subclasses, but like then it 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 messes up the fact that you you know you can't run any solar weapons with a solar class you have exactly. to run arc weapons in order to get that pulse um even with so, the, yeah, even I the, would the, say the change they me... made to uh, icefall mantle recently yeah. it, it makes it so you're locked specifically to stasis weapons just for it to thrive now because they they did that whole yeah. change over with the uh the, like, i the don't even remember if we have any stasis based exotics for warlocks that's how little well, i play stasis you have two. That's how little I play stasis. You have Osmio for two oh, grenades, yeah. and Osmio you have Bolidors to boost your super. Yeah, I don't even have okay. Bolidors, so. <laughs> wow, look at you lacking. All right, uh, all right, it's cool. I, so I, got, I, I had problems with it, so that's all I'm saying. So, so Joe's favorite exotic. I think this is Toaster! an interesting one. Your, your boy likes some toast. Your boy yes. likes some yotin. And I think is inter- look, this introduces look, look. an interesting like topic right here. Of We were trying Bungie. to get him to PvP with Toaster and he wouldn't do it. It was it made us sad. What I find so funny is that everyone's always like, nerf yotin. Now you know why. Nerf. <laughs> <laughs> Already, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> and the thing about it is, like, the, like the reason why Yoten will probably never get nerfed is the like I even showed it on stream yesterday when I was playing Iron Banner. Yoten can be dodged. People just don't like having to put in effort to listen for a ting and pay attention when a freaking like homing missiles coming from their ass, and it's like. Okay. So I have like, to, like, I, 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 I have a counterpoint to that. Um, just okay, saying okay, because uh, uh, if especially if toaster, you're in the fire I'm not team, toaster. What? No, 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 no. Um, I have a counterpoint to Panda's point about people not listening for a ting. Y'all okay. know we play six stacked. 
when we play uh-huh. like it when we play freaking uh you know control or mayhem or shit like that when you're in a clan right. and you're stacked up there's too many people talking and making call outs for you to be able to hear the thing I've had problems with that myself in the past. Even if mm-hmm. I have my sound effects, uh, my sound effects volume all the way up and chat volume like practically muted, I still can't hear the ting because there's too many damn voices all going at the same time. Fair enough. Fair enough. All buying for control. It's that not po- that I'm that- not trying to listen for the ting, so I literally can't hear it over, you know, other people. At that in point, the party. I would I would advocate for Bungie to create a similar system to Fortnite, where there's visual audio cues, and like that could fix that problem to a certain extent. Visual but, audio cues, like like because if you if you play Fortnite, there's a, like there's a system where you can like see like a slight like like someone steps near you or someone like shooting near you. There's different mm-hmm. like visual audio cues on screen that you can turn on in the settings. I feel like mm-hmm. that would be something that Bungie could advocate for. That would that would yeah. uh, that would be better for players. Or even recently with Dead by Daylight, but they they were asked to create a visual audio cue for heartbeats because not everybody could like hear the heartbeats like or or, or they, they play on PC so they don't get yeah. the uh, vibration on the controller for the heartbeats. So or like, one of like, my like, favorite like, things in. In horror games specifically, is if you're is when you're not only able to hear a, a heartbeat, feel it in it. your controller if you have vibration on, and you can see like the pulsing of the ban the the banner around your screen. Or like what they do is they have a visual like heartbeat in the player that shows, yeah. hey, this is coming near you. You need to bounce. And that right. uh, that was a great thing they did. So if it's an issue of you can't hear the ting, Bungie needs, needs to advocate for, or, or people need to advocate for Bungie to create a, a visual sound cues. That's what I would say to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think uh, Cage is handling on this. So Cage will be back in a second. Um, like, like so, Bungie was saying they wanted to add, or they were asked about adding a contest raid mode rotate or a master uh, like rotated thing. Uh, the, the, the one thing that I heard was asked specifically was if Bungie would ever consider a leaving in master raids and dungeons when they're not in the rotator, I think that would be a great quality of life change for the game. Because one thing that I keep hearing in the clan or from like on Twitter and whatnot is people going, does anyone want to do a master rod today? And it's like, you can't. It's not. It's oh, not they need available. to fix that too. That's another thing. Yeah, like that's what the topic was in Lightburn's chat was can you fix that? And they're saying they're working on fixing that because like people have been wanting to be like, hey, can we go do a master dungeon? Can we go do a master raid? And it's like you can't, like you can't go do it's that. Not in and, the rotator. And if it's not because if it's not the rotator, and there was a minute where motherfuckers would like challenge me and be like, no, I can go do a master rod right now. Try it. Yeah, you can. You're Click not gonna it. get the fucking loot. Well, no, you can't. You like, like that's the problem. You cannot go into a master rod or a master king's fall, vog, etc. If it's not in the rotator, so oh. like, <laughs> that's what people. That's what people are asking for. Is can you give us master dungeons and master raids when they're not in the rotator all the time? And I think that'd be a great quality of life change because the challenges yeah. are still rotating on the weekly rotator. But they don't have access to them if they're not 
on that. And I think that would be a great quality of life change for people if they could go do those master challenges, master dungeons and raids, whatever they want to, because people want to get their yeah. seals done. People like, 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 if, like, like perfect example, if they ever like add a master last wish or a master garden, which please Bungie, give me master garden, please. I beg of you. Um, <laughs> like, 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 do you know how many people would go crazy over master last wish? Give it to them, please. Um, like, Oh dude. If, yeah. Like literally, like if we ever had a day, like look what's happening right now, where with with, with Root of Nightmares, where the next time we are going to see Root of Nightmares in the rotator is January. So no yeah. one can play Master Root of Nightmares until January. If anyone wanted to get that Dream Warrior seal. We'll see you in the 2024, buddy. Like, like that kind of sucks. worse than that. They have a, like, because of how the, uh, what is it, the, like, Master Adept weapons are coded into the game, uh-huh. you only get the weapon that is up for, like, Adept that week. So you gotta mm-hmm. wait. Simply for Rod, yeah, simply for Rod. And then you gotta, like, if, like, the weapon you want to get that Ambassador Depth, so if you want the AR, you better hope and pray to good almighty mm. that it's there. Because you might not see it for an entire year. Exactly. Just about. So it's like, it if is. they actually allowed those to be, the Master Challenges to be in the Rotator, that would definitely solve that problem. Um, like, 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 or even Dungeons. People want to be, like, right now, People want to go do Master Dungeons and, like, get that challenge done and grind. Do you know how, how awesome it would be? if Master Dungeons were accessible all the time for people, so people could go grind Duality and Grasp of Avarice for, uh, friggin', um, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word. The, uh, uh no, the armor. I can't think of the, uh, uh, uh Artifice Armor. If they yeah. could get, if they could go grind Artifice Armor whenever they want to, all, like, do you know how many people I have come to come through my streams and ask, how do you have high stat armor? How do you have those stats? Artifice armor. Mm-hmm. You can go grab artifice armor whenever you want to, and that would solve that problem. Cage, how do you feel about master, uh, like like raids dungeons being in the like 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 being allowed not in the rotator? It's something that needs to drastically happen. And at the same time, they need to oh, they need to rework the master uh, dungeon and master raid loot system. I think to put an emphasis as far as reward for doing that level of content because mm-hmm. i feel i feel like right now even like let's say for weapons unless you're doing a challenge you're getting you're not getting an adept weapon now i'm not saying every single weapon drop should be an adept but there should be something additional like let's give that weapon an extra freaking you know slot Ooh, on yeah. one of the on one of the columns. There okay? you go. It doesn't need to be an adept weapon, but you know, give it an extra freaking perk. You know, in one of those columns to where it's like, okay, it, it improves the odds of getting that you know, quote unquote, god roll. And you know, and I and I'm of the opinion that if you're running a master raid, that those should be artifice armor. Agreed. And. To me, if you're running a if you're running a master raid or a master dungeon, the armor stats should not be anything lower than a sixty-five. Agreed. 
it needs to be 65 and up. And it needs to be at least a guaranteed. If you're, if your ghost is saying, Hey, I want a discipline 10 stack. It should be double that. Dude. So at least, so at least the perk that you're specifying, it's a guaranteed 20 plus spike. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. All to right. Me, to me, that would give incentive to going into freaking masters and giving them more reason to freaking chase after them. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, let's, let's go ahead and burn through this tweet real quick because tweet had some interesting changes for the uh, festival loss. And for those who don't know, Halloween is is coming, as Tower would say. Spoopy season. Now there, there it is. All right. So, uh, like, 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 get ready for Tuesday because uh, we're, we're dragging Grandma Eva out, out out the broom closet again. That'll be a fun time. Not um, the broom closet. <laughs> We have a whole merch uh, piece from freaking uh, from freaking uh, Guardian Games. We drive around the room. <laughs> uh, so this year, we are getting a new type of engram called an eerie engram. Ooh, well, we're going to be able to earn eerie engrams by doing haunted law sectors and legend loss and legend haunted law sectors, which are brand new this season. will have a higher chance of dropping eerie engrams. Cool. I'm down. Because truth be told, regular haunted law sectors ain't shit, and that was my biggest issue that I've had. For the, I even said it last week. Please don't bring haunted law sectors back. And look what we're doing, bringing haunted law sectors back. But whatever. Unless um, there's they're, something they're all... new to add to it, and what are they adding? Legends. So that means we're gonna be getting some better loot as well. Hopefully. And um, we got these new eerie. Uh... Ingram, and the engrams, so we can in. focus. We can yeah, well, focus for previous we, we, seasons. We, we, we got hope. We got hocus focusing. Hocus focusing. Mm. I wonder. I wonder what. I wonder what intern uh, I came up with that pun. Um, but like, no, she's not an intern. But like, yeah, um, I know. But, but she probably was the one who came up with it. I'm saying she's she's dad jokes. Oh, there, 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 there's enough enough. Uh, goth individuals within Bungie that uh, I guarantee you someone came up with the idea and they all like jumped on it like freaking um, basic white people on freaking pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. So, spice was in full effect. So they're gonna like so they're gonna make it so uh, the different eerie engrams will like so weapon eerie engrams will have a higher uh, candy cost. Um, but then there will be the exotic uh, eerie engrams that you can farm for. There will be different things where you can pay for ex- exotic arms. Uh, exotic arms will cost one eerie engram and, tw- and twenty five hundred candy. Um, legs, same thing across the board. Everything is across the board the same way. Um, randomized festival, the lost weapons will be one eerie engram and five hundred candy. Specific festival lost weapons will be one eerie engram and a thousand candy, which I'm not that mad about. Um, mm-hmm. then we, th- then we have the weapon, the, the weapons eerie engram. We're, uh, we're bringing back horror story. We're bringing back the macabre. We're bringing back Jurassic green and we're bringing back, uh, like we're bringing in a new, uh, a cosmic grenade launcher. That'll be fun. Um, is that every Halloween weapon or like, or was there, a, are we, were we missing something? No, no I think that's weapons. it. I feel yep. like we're missing something, but okay. I'm going to say it right now. I really appreciate the fact that they're giving us an additional way oh, we're missing to Brace focus we're missing Brace exotics. I knew I wasn't crazy. We're missing Braytech but, Werewolf. But but here's the thing. You can pull Braytech Werewolf from your freaking uh, from your collections. Now, 
here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. If they, if all these weapons are going to be receiving their own, uh, like, in, uh, origin perk, then yeah, they do need to redo uh, Braytech Werewolf. But as yeah. of right now, you can go in collections if you've collected it before. You can get Braytech Werewolf first. And it's already masterwork. Yeah. Okay. So with with, with the exotic uh, eerie engrams, you basically can get like every freaking exotic arm ever. Uh, same thing with legs. Same thing with, with with helmet. And the thing they actually said about this, which I find <laughs> which I find really cool, is they specifically said even if you don't have the weapon unlocked or the, the armor piece unlocked, if you own the expansion, you can focus the engram for a chance at the the the, the, the exotics you don't have. Yep. And that mm-hmm. is so great for newer players. Shout out for yes. Bungie for doing that. I respect that. Now, for new and returning players, this is going to be one more an event. If you need, if you've got DLC that you've either just recently obtained or you've had, and you haven't been able to complete your exotic collection, this is your chance once again. And you do not have to pay for the event. Nope. You can get yes, extra. Yes, it's free cosmetic rewards with the event card but you do not have to pay to well, play the event, event. let's now, get that information exactly. out there now he now he now here's the controversial thing that but that panda is going to talk about real quick oh dear mother oh, fucking mementos let's go now mm. but now 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 people the fans of the show will know that i've talked about mementos before and how bungie needs to make more mementos i've been saying every raid should have its own its own memento but then bungie said hey yo guys what if we have uh hol- a, a, a a holiday event exclusive memento but here's the catch it won't drop from just doing the activity. It has a random chance to drop from an eerie engram. And it won't even be at first when you start the week. It will be at some point throughout the event. We'll we'll do this because obviously this was a last <laughs> minute idea. And... Uh-huh. There, like, there's no info on it. There's a cap on how many mementos you can stack. There's no like information on if there will be other avenues for like for, for to obtain this memento. It is an event exclusive memento. For those who don't know, mementos are things that you can put on crafted weapons to add an extra like shader or effect onto them. And this one is like an all blackish maroon type thing. And mm-hmm. I freaking don't like it because we already have the struggle right now where mementos can't stack you can't stack mementos so like you sit there with certain mementos like trials mementos or nightfall mementos just sitting in your your inventory until you randomly decide to put it on a gun so what happens now if you want to put like a halloween memento on one of your favorite weapons and then you just at the last minute didn't go get like didn't get one from another area area well tough taco son no more area uh, like uh mementos for you for a whole year and i have a feeling this is gonna bite bungie in the butt i can feel it so that's my hot take is that like i i'm all for more more mementos but having an event exclusive memento is t- is coasting a line that we're getting real dangerous near I don't know. Like it's, it's only cosmetic, so it makes sense. 
I'll put it like this. The moment I get a memento, I'm hauling ass over to freaking to the freaking station, selecting which one of my crafting weapons. Boom. Slap it in. Because I'm going to slide it in. Do not be surprised if every single one of my crafted weapons are going to be black as night. And I'm all for it. Okay. That's the thing. Like, I think. Like black goes with everything. That Bungie does not do enough of. And I think enough people, like, I think enough of the community is kind of like with me on it. Is like there are very few ways to actually like display your like tapestry if you will of like your guardian like but how it's not a meritocracy david it's it, not a meritocracy it's not, that's not a meritocracy Can we not? it's just saying saying that hey i've been here playing the game for this long that does nothing but it's cosmetic only fair enough fair enough be like hey where'd you get that oh i played the game during like uh, spooky season 2023. Okay. Oh, I'm shit. not even calling it festival of office, it's spooky season. It's spooky season. season. I, I mean, it's short, season of the game. It, it's shorter terminology and it, it annotates an actual fa- uh, factual time in the freaking calendar year. Spooky Fair season. Exactly. Fair over. Halloween. Okay, cool. Exactly. There you so go. know when they can look forward to having a chance to get it. Fair because enough. Who do, like, what time is Guardian Game? You tell me. What point summer. of the year is Guardian Games? Like, I thought like, that like, was Solstice. It, it, that, 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 yeah, summer is Solstice. Spring is Guardian Games. Spring, you're right. You're right. Yeah, spring is but, the game. But, you games. know, I, I, get what David, I get what David's throwing down. All right, last thing real quick. Bungie is... Oh, well, last thing from the, from the Twin, rather. Um, Bungie <laughs> is re- releasing a free uh, emblem to commemorate the crafting. Um, yes. I find this a little bit kind of hollow, a little bit, because l- let me explain. Let me explain. Because look at the look at the moral divide the crafting caused in the community. Look at the moral divide that, that, that this event caused. And Bungie's like, look, 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 here's an emblem to commemorate your Lord of the Flies moment. Where you guys want it all to question each other's morality. <laughs> it's like, but, damn, Bungie, y'all the some They've savages. done this before. They've done this before with the freaking Prometheus lens in true, Telesto. True, yeah, true. they did that. Yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. This, it, this would be like Bug, bug Game Breaking 3.0 and they don't freaking emblemize, yeah. emblemize it in you're some right. way, shape, or form. They did that, they right. did like, that no, with Telesto like, fucking uh, took over, too. Yeah, that, that was even like, orchestrated hey, by my playing, This is one of those, hey, regardless if you hated it or if you loved it, if you were around for this chaotic pile of shit that we allowed to happen have within fun. our sandbox, freaking, here's here's a commemoration so that way you have a reminder yeah. of something they that we that. don't want to remember as developers. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they did it, they did it, for, for, it. for Mission Blue. They they did it for Mission New Light as well when uh when Destiny yeah. the meme started yeah, taking you're, you're, you're people right. through uh through the freaking uh Dears of Eternity at low power. I was part of that. I got the emblem. It's yeah, beautiful I was part of and that. I'm happy it, for it. It was great. Yeah. Hell, that was great. half of the I, time I, I was gaming with Destiny the meme. We ran into each other in 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 our in our lobby and we're like, hey, you want Yep, let's go. 
Yeah, that was, was great. great. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying, like, man, that 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 feels kind of rough for some people. That wants because to remember. That, <laughs> like, 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 literally, it was very much as like this is this is a moral divide we've created. Let's celebrate <laughs> our moral divide. And it just felt like like really messed up. Also, I totally just blanketed everybody's faces on Twitch with with with, with just pure <laughs> sexiness. Um, but um, all right. So let, 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 let's 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 have our ending discussion real quick, folks. Let's yes. have our ending discussion. The so, best lore piece Destiny has ever uh, put out. Thank I, you I so have much, Bungo. So long. Now, I, I'm right. not n- normally for time. I would I, like like I would read this verbatim, but we only have Cajun for so long. Well, hold on. Let's give let's give context because I I think we've got a lot of newer players that are mm. listening as well as you know here in the chat. So first and foremost, mm-hmm. let's give a little bit of context. Okay? Most definitely. So. Saint 14 here, he is in a relationship with Osiris. Mm-hmm. Now, Osiris mm-hmm. over the past couple of years has gone through quite a few things. First and foremost was the loss of Sagira. Mm-hmm. Sagira, his ghost, was destroyed by Zivu Wrath. Rude. And then was utilized by Savathun mm-hmm. for her machinations. And then later on, Osiris was possessed by Savathun and used as a means of infiltrating the vanguard. So mm-hmm. needs to say, as someone in a relationship with Osiris, Saint-14 has had to witness all of this and has had to hold this in his, per se, chest. Mm. In the latest it's, Rite of Passage, the very him. last entry... The last entry let, of this week. Let, 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 let me let me abbreviate this real quick. So the, the last so the last entry of of this season's lore book specifically like like cultivates um like something that I, that um is what I like to call justice because vengeance um, like because as we know, Savathun has been resurrected. She is like there's this moment where she's floating through her throne world back like like back home, and she's like sort of like struggling she's kind of struggling trying to get right back to like being used to being alive and then out of nowhere she's been she's been gone for two years or a year and a half whatever it is and 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 just out out of nowhere out of nowhere you just see this hurling disc of light come out of nowhere and just knock her to the freaking ground and as and as saint rolls up he tries to talk shit bam dead amaru shows up and is like Damn, really already? And 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 he, and he and he brings her back, and she tries to talk more shit. Bam, dead. And he's like, "Bro, yep. chill. What the? What what are you doing?" And he and he's like, "Like like we get the point." And he's and she's like, "Bring bring her back. I'm not done." And and, and, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Bro, no, you need to quit." And he, and he's like, and like and um, Amaru tries to leave Saint, cause he, Saint cause literally says. You will bring her back until I am tired. Yeah, until I am finished. And he's like, and he's like, nah, dog, I'm, I'm bailing. And he tries to the, the, the transmat out. And Saint Fourteen domes. He puts up a bubble, and his helmet obviously blinds anybody in it. So he's like, bring her back, motherfucker. And he's and he, she's like, fine. He brings her back, and. Uh, 10 more times and he, he gives this whole speech about how you're not used to be like you're not used to being a guardian you're still groggy when you get up you're not used to resurrection 
but I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you, motherfucker. You're going to learn today. And finally, when he's done, he says, this wasn't for Osiris. This was for me. And he ports out. He goes home. And Osiris is like, hey, yo, I was along patrol. You want some dinner? And he just drops crying in his arms because he's just like, I'm fucking tired. And I want I want to speak on this real quick. Because the minute I like, and I, I, and I, and I, and I I'll, I'll give David his minute, but like this really felt like the narrative team watched, like, watched our, our podcast and just came in and, 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 and told Dave, I heard you was talking shit because they clearly didn't hear me because no, I think they did because here, no, here, did. The, the reason, the reason why I say that is because this scene is a culmination of what we've witnessed the past like two and a half, three years of mm-hmm. Toxic, ma- like, like, of also, um, like people in the fandom that I've dealt with recently, where I was even supposed to go on to, on to a different podcast as a guest, and I had, I had a really toxic individual being homophobic and questioning same fourteen Osiris's relationship, and saying that like they've emasculated Saint and whatnot, and I, I've dealt with people saying that like Saint isn't who like like the the man he used to be and yada yada and things of that nature. And great, that's not what David was saying before. He just wanted to see like Saint more in in, in the field and whatnot. But at the same time, it all sort of culminated. Mm-hmm. And this moment very much was like visceral anger, visual frustration, and someone lashing out after feeling powerless, after watching their partner be tortured, be li- like, like them be lied to and thinking their partner was there for them during season of the Splicer and season of the Chosen. They weren't actually there from feeling that like they had their person back after years of being lost in time, after watching them lose their ghost and the, and being there for them only for them to be revealed to be not there and be lost and then spending a whole long time trying to get them back and watching that struggle of them be incapacitated and having to find a cure and having to be there not understanding and feeling powerless of what can I do to fix this. And this goes beyond just gay love. This is love period of you feeling yeah. like powerless. And also this speaks to masculinity as well, because so much in, 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 in society, we, like our, our, like our masculinity is questioned constantly as men or even as gay men, where we are constantly like questioned of, are you, are you a real man? Are you a sissy and whatnot? And because we feel things, we care about our partners and things of that nature. And same straight and like, and like insane saying this wasn't for Osiris. This was for me. This is him getting his revenge for feeling powerless for feeling like he had no way to fight back. And if I may, I'd, I'd like to kind of chime in as well, because not only is it, questioning like you know the whole stereotype of you know are you a sissy or whatever but also this this whole thing also kind of pushes back against the stereotype of quote-unquote all gay men have to be flamboyantly gay as well that they can't be masculine men and Saint Fourteen is fucking masculine as fuck. Let's just leave it at that. Like literally, but he's that's also what I deal with gay as that, fuck. That's that's what I deal with on a daily basis at work or in society. Yeah. Where like I'm not constantly like, hi, like I'm not that. 
I would like yeah. to be sometimes, but, you but I'm not that have obviously. To be and a, people a constantly act as if gay I'm person that. to be gay. Exactly. And Nor it, like, do you have to be an overly masculine person to be gay. You just are. Like, and even, that's even, the even, thing. Even, You're gay. That's yeah. it. And even the cutscene they released recently with, um, like, when Osiris woke up and Saint's speech, people, like, were, were judging him, calling him robosexual and stuff of that, that nature, and, like, saying that this is emasculating the most powerful titan in existence. And it's like, bro, no, it's not. It's showing that he can have his own soul and his own spirit and whatnot. And it's like, that that is the true, like, mastery of the narrative team, is they can take a moment... From, like like within okay. time and say we will give credence to this moment that we've been working up to because we can't do it within the confines of the season because we only have so much time and i think that's a, that's a testament to what we spoke about last week of what we talked about with david where it was like hey we only have so many resources but you best believe motherfucker go go went and got his comeuppance and it was savage mm-hmm. Like, would, would I have loved to see Save 14 just beat this bitch's ass? Yes. Absolutely. But, but did I read that lore entry the day it came out and cried my eyes out? You best believe it, man. Like, I, I, was, I was fucked up. So, like... Did I scream and cry and cheer bravo. when I read it on, bravo. On, on my fucking uh, Twitch stream the other day? Fuck yes, I did. Bravo Fuck to the narrative yes. team. Like whoever wrote this, yes. I genuinely I might even put on Twitter. Whoever wrote this, I have a feeling I want it's to Robert. personally thank you because you have given me so much like vindication when it comes to like toxic masculinity in gay spaces. I have a yeah, I, I, I have a very good feeling that it that that it was Robert Brooks. He's the primary writer for Saint and Osiris, and he's yeah. an openly bisexual. Yep, he was the one that like came out originally and was like, "Hey, I did this on purpose." They're uh, gay. Kajan, what, were, what, were, what were you gonna say? Sorry, Cajun. <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Oh, that's no, fine. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. Shit happens. You are totally valid, fam. Dava, your response. Now that I kind of put you on blast. No, no, that's fine. So I, I feel like that was actually the perfect preamble I needed to help people understand. So. In general, I have two completely different feelings about it. Okay. Like, I perfectly agree with you guys' assessment that this was, like, absolutely needed. Like, I am happy to see, like, this kind of writing for Saint. Because it answers a lot of fucking issues that I have with this character. Especially during, like, the ending of the season. That was one of my biggest grievances. And, like, the fact that, like... Over the years, especially with Saint and Osiris, mm-hmm. like one of the running stories that's been going on in the background has been like Saint and Osiris's relationship and how the Hive sisters have kind of ruined and besmirched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. Like, and honestly, I will say, legit, the writing that they did with Savathun and Osiris during like uh, Beyond Light some of the best writing I've seen in this game. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. Most definitely. Which is why I say, which is why this upsets me so much. Because I feel as if the people that are writing the lore are not the people who are putting this lore into the game. 
and it upsets No, me. that's a completely because different team. It is one hundred percent well like way better writing than what we got throughout this entire season. In this one lore page. Mm. Honestly. But interesting take. The fact that this is something that players have engaged with, players are invested in, and you choose to put it in the book that a lot of players will not engage with because some feel like it's a waste of time. Others feel as if, you know, they don't want to read. It's wasted, and it upsets me. It upsets me deeply because I feel like this is something that we should see in-game or at least have it nodded to. Like, you don't have to put this in the game, but you could show us as the player to have an engagement with Saint, whether we just happened upon him after finding the SOS. Like, somebody put out an SOS, and we just happened to get there right as he was leaving. And he was like, hey, yeah, why is Savathun's dead body here? What the hell is going on with you, Amaru? And then Saint's like, don't worry, I was just leaving. And then you get this lore page, and you see what happened. Players would be far more engaged, and uh, this would be a much more impactful moment. But to have it squirreled away in a book that I would argue 60 to 70% of the player base will not engage with, outside of Mylan, Dice, and uh, Sticky telling them that it happened, yeah. It does it so much of a disservice. I was so happy to see my boy Saint get his get back because mm-hmm. the disrespect was immaculate. And for them to take that moment away from Saint, honestly, I feel like I gotta go and put in an appeal with the hold by the writer's court because my boy was absolutely dashed. This was his moment. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying too. But I, I feel, I feel like it's just I, I, I've adjusted but it my expectations. Season. Exactly. I've adjusted my expectations. Like, let me give you a perfect example. Let me give you a perfect story so far about Saint Osiris and Savathun was never done in their season. It was, it was kind of the background. A sub, yeah. like, a subplot that's going fair. on in the background. That's fair. Because, yeah, like, that's but there fair. Was things, that's there, a there fair was, there was, definitely. There, the, yeah. There was, a, there was things like the boots, the boots, the assembler, when, like, like where, like, Osiris was trapped. There's things like the trials, um, like, uh, weapons and, or, and uh, ornaments that have had their lore pages mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I see what you're saying to a certain extent. Um, I, but I will say, though, I think where, t- where me and Tower are kind of at is we've adjusted our expectations because we know they're limited by what they can do per season. Perfect example. And truth be told, if, if, if I would have been vindicated and Cade would, 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 would have never came back and this was just, um, uh, I, I core, I core unresolved on nightmare haunting her. Look what happened during season of the haunted. I nightmare was Cade. And my mm-hmm. original theory for the, for the, for the lightfall trailer was that's, that, that's Icora's nightmare. That's not nothing for the traveler. That's Ikora's nightmare rolling with her. That way she could get through the conflict. And like that was enough for me because I read the lore book. I saw the cool nod and was like, bet. 
and I, I I understand the limitations of what Bungie can do within their seasons. So this was the like the, like like I felt like uh Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine Nine going vindication because it felt good, right? I and like I get what you're saying. I would have loved to see Saint just cut this bitch down. It'd have been great, but I oh, understand trust. the limitations of what Bungie can do. Hell, you know what'd have been dope if I could get like Saint's app voice actor to read the read this to me. Like, dude, that'd be great as hell. But like, sometimes, yes. sometimes you get gotta Brian go with what you got, it. and, and oh I am totally God. fine. But, but I, I, I do get what you're cameo, saying. By the like, way, I, 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 if he was, I would, I would flip my lid. Like, like yeah. legit. I, I, I don't want to take this away from you guys because it is a like, it is a fulfilling, like, it feels a void. I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. But it's like to me, it just feels so hollow. Like I'm I love and it. And that's valid. But that's I'm like absolutely fair. Ah, why why is it that you write him so awesome in the lore, but you don't let me see it? Like one of the things that I love about Cade's character is that the Cade that you hear about in the books, you see in his last stand. Like in his mm-hmm. last stand. You see why they call him Kate. You know, you see what you hear in the books and why he's such a badass and why he's so cocky. Because he just makes shit happen. He's Mr. Make It Happen. Yeah. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. But you don't mm-hmm. see that level of writing with Saint or Osiris. And that bothers me because those are two of my... Favorite and, and to be honest, if you if you actually put like 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 go off of what he uh, a is not a cameo, I'm depressed. But B, um, um, I, I like if you actually look at uh, what K, what what he's saying to a certain extent, it kind of feels like gay erasure to a certain extent because they're only allowing um other like other than Splicer and um like. There's like the the, the the moment from last season during the deep and like certain moments and also the moment in plunder it, it, like it's almost felt like gay erasure to a certain extent where they've had or queer erasure in general where they've had to push it to the sideline or the fact truth be told mm-hmm. there's people that to this they've, day they they've that, done that with anna and camera too it was just all dialogue right. rather than yeah. any like actually seeing anna and cameron together or like to this day, some people don't even know that Oryx is like technically trans. Let's, 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 let's yeah. keep the book. So it's like, like, like that. But that conversation is is not there for some people. But it's fine. Yeah. I I definitely hear what you're saying. But I, I love that we all can sort of agree on my man got he got, got his kickback. Hell yes, he did. So you know. So you know that well, that was, that was, was real, man, and it was beautiful. Vindication. And if anyone wants to buy me the Saints helmet from Numbskull for my, uh, like for my birthday, you know, it, just, it just passed. I would I would very much appreciate you. Um, and Watson even said he ain't done yet. <laughs> Nineteen inches a full Saint, but like even even, even Watson even said in chat he ain't done yet because he got Zivu still to come play with. So uh-huh. so, so here here in a few here to, here, here soon, Dave. It's about to, it's about to be you and me squared up. Zivu <laughs> is like. As much as I want to say that I totally like, you know, he needs to get his get back with Zivu. Honestly, compared to what Savathun did, can you honestly say that it's the same? Like, right. granted, yeah, I mean, Savathun did, like, kill killed his ghost, cut off his collection to the light, and then fucking yeah. uh, possessed him. So she did more than what uh, 
fucking Zevil Wrath did. Most Zevil Wrath just made some off, you know, name, off comments. Desecrated their relationship? Ruined yeah. his reputation? It had uh-huh. my boy out here saying he got to prove himself to his students. Yeah, to prove it was that pretty he ballsy. had a liability. Yeah, got my boy acting yep. different. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very you? much one of those moments. So we will definitely get to see here soon. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show, folks. Um, I'm going to do my closing statement first because I, I like and just echo the, the statement of, of Mr. Captain Raymond Holt. Vindication is all I need. It's just vindication. And I want to hear no one talk shit about my boy ever again. And if you got shit to say, you can come see me in the Crucible. Um... <laughs> uh, Cajun did have to depart because he had to get ready for work. We definitely went over time on on the episode because we was talking too much shit. But so like like just know Cajun is here in spirit, um, and he lo- lo- loves all of you children. So de- de- definitely be there for your boy Cajun because he's putting in that grind. Tower, what is your closing statement for episode forty eight of the show? My closing statement is oh god, one Yoten is a beast, and fuck all you who think. <laughs> Otherwise, I got my vindication by getting by by hearing Joe. Give him a cosign. Um, say that that yo, and I got the cosign. Um, but also, you know, every everyone's got their struggles. Everyone's got to deal with their shit in the game and stuff like that. Gatekeeping is bad, but you know, learn learn what's what's your strengths and weaknesses. And work with it. Work with it. Because if I can, you can. And I'm one of the worst players in this game. So if I can work fair, with, fair within enough. the game, you can. Fair enough. Um, all right. And then, David, what is your closing statement? Uh, my closing statement is for Bungie. Bungo. Don't, like, Bungo, I'm going to need you to stop telling me and start showing me. Uh, I, I enjoy your story. I love your lore. But, uh, like, I would very much appreciate more seeing and less reading. That would be uh, uh, fantastic. That, 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 that felt like an oxymoron, but all right. <laughs> uh, uh, if you could make that happen, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. But don't forget that you, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places. We will have episode 48 live on those other platforms tomorrow for you folks. Don't forget that you can check us out on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. You can like, you can check out the merch store, Cosmo, uh, shop.cosmodromeradio.com. Honestly, I might hit up, uh, I might hit up old, 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 old person and get like a vindication um, set piece made for Saint. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even, fu- I'm not even playing. <laughs> like awesome real ish. Um, but, uh, like, you're like, about ready to, to to call up Sketchy and be like, I might, hey. I, might have to, I might have to hit up Sketchy and be like, can we like, like I don't know how it would be because like I want to put Craig in there somehow, like shallow, like like, like, like yay in the background. I'm just like beat <laughs> the ass, but like I don't know how to make it like comical but also respectful. I'd have to like talk to them about that. But like vindic- they just call the shirt vindication. Like there's a like, shirt there's vindication. Mm-hmm. But um, but like we'll have to work on that. Um, but like make sure you check out the merch store. We have the pride design still there. We have the the raid design still there. So definitely cop those. I might even do like a special edition shirt for Christmas. So like that'll that'll be a limited release. So we'll definitely work on that as well. 
but we oh, like uh, we will catch y'all folks next week well, for episode 49 we're almost at 50 episodes i'm tripping it's gonna be great um i'm gonna try to get like a special guest for that i gotta figure that out but we will be back next week peace out folks Thank you.